Hello, 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 and welcome to the show. It's Wrestling Wet Entertainment, bringing you the exclusive breaking news, previewing and reviewing the latest shows from WWE, AEW, New Japan, and everything in between. I am your host, James J., starring Coleco Yachts. Um, and about doing the daddy things that daddies do, providing food for the family. How are y'all doing today? <laughs> you, you can't say that you're not a uh, global man. You, you've done the stuff from a Target, now a pizzeria. <laughs> I mean, at least they gave me a, a beer named after Rick and Morty called Riggity Rick Rick. So I'll take it. Oh, cool. <laughs> Also starring Mitch Mayhem and Scooter Dust, who are not with us at this moment. Hopefully they could join us a little later. And it's a great day for wrestling. But we are going to start, before we go to our news, which is pretty uh, newsworthy. Uh, we're yep. going to start with our review... And we are wrestling with New Japan Cup Night 3 and 4. They also did Night 5, but uh, we are going to wait to review that when um, the right side of the bracket is completely full, is completely done, so we can speculate a little bit more. Yep. Yeah, they went weird. They went, like... Bullet, bullet fat style with the first couple, and then they're like, oh, okay, we'll stop with one half of the bracket and hold off. So, I mean, it feels only right to speculate the matchup once the whole bracket's complete. Right, it's fair enough. But, it, yeah, they did it oddly this time around, but, uh, I mean, it was good to see Cork and Hall back on, on uh, New Japan's radar. Oh, yeah, and if you know anything about New Japan Wrestling, you know Corrigan Hall is a a sacred hallmark. I mean, between that and the Tokyo Dome, those are pretty much like New Japan's wrestling, you know, It's like the Mecca. Masters for Gordon. Exactly. I, yeah, it's like the those two are like the MSGs of, of New Japan Wrestling, so. Yeah. It would only be fitting to do a New Japan Cup qualifying round matches in Corrigan Hall. And like, we'll start with night three. Um, the first match of the tournament uh, on the right side of the bracket. Uh, Ryusuke Taguchi uh, lost to Sonata in 15 minutes and uh, 47 seconds to a Okano bridge. It took Sonata way too long to win this match, right? You know what? The way that he came in, because usually he didn't wear his pirate gear, so it, it shows, like, he kind of didn't take him seriously, in a sense. I, you know, like, the the gear that you wear shows whether you take it seriously or not, right? Like, we see, we see Naito do some matches in his shirt, 
the whole match, which lets me know he's not taking the match seriously. But, and if it's a serious match, he's out there in like this Gucci suit, you know. So uh, to me, it showed like he kind of had the Okada approach, like I should steamroll this guy, and it it played into the match of him keeping his eye off the balls a bit, but still getting the job done nonetheless. I mean, yes, uh, Kikuchi is, you know, a uh, comedic wrestler, but when he needs to turn it on, he comes to play when he turns it on. You know what I mean? Yeah, and they had him last year, Had, had they had him in the second round last year, and even then, he was a tough out, so it's not like he's like a punk bitch or anything, so... But, I mean, they know when to, when to get him going. It's just that they set this up as, you know, Sonata being, and and for all intents and purposes, he's practically a favorite. Because when you think about how far he made it last year, you would think he would be a favorite this year. So they played the favorite, the favorite kind of taking his opponent under underestimating his opponent in the first round okay. approach, which which was good for Taguchi, which made him look more formidable. And I mean, the whole I mean, you could tell because Sonata was like, you know, being lackadaisy in the way he approached Taguchi in the whole match. I mean. What do you think about Sonata giving um, Taguchi his short after the match? I mean, it, it's something outside of Sonata, because Sonata is usually like the quiet guy. So I, I don't know if it's a, it's a sign of respect of like, yo, I took you for granted, and, you know, you, you came with it. Or like... I beat you on my worst day type approach. So you don't, you never know with Sonata because he doesn't really talk a lot. But so so I'm gonna err on the side of you're a formidable opponent, and but yet I beat that ass. There you go. All right, and that brings us to upset number one. Soul defeated Shingo Takage in 17 minutes and 6 seconds with a shock arrow. Who the fuck saw this coming? I mean, this match was actually not bad to me. Oh no, it was I, a I great say... match, but I didn't <laughs> see it coming. I, I mean, true, but like I said, I, I guess Show. Proved me wrong because I thought he was gonna get his ass blasted. <laughs> like the last two and, weeks, you've been saying the, the weak links of this group is so and Gucci, so and the Gucci, and they probably had the best two performances in the tournament. You know what I mean? And it's just like it's weird how they do them, and it's it's funny because they're light heavyweights, so I can't. I mean, I guess it's going to set up a never open weight match. I, I think, I don't know. It's just, You don't know where they're going to go with it. Um, Wait, I see Sho and Takage at uh, Dominion for the Neville Championship. The Neville Championship. 
I mean, either way, Takage is going to be doing double duty, so. What do you mean, uh, double duties? Oh, no, no, no. The wrong one. Wrong guy. See? That's okay. But, anywho. But, but yeah, I mean, to me, I'm mostly eating my words because I thought show was just going to get his ass ramrodded, and he didn't. So, he goes on to the second round. So, hey. He proved me wrong right there. <laughs> Some uh, fantasy booking here. This was supposed to be Osprey versus Takage. Do you see that maybe this was Osprey's opening to beat uh, Shingo? Or do you think this was Shingo's opportunity to finally get a win on Osprey? Um, well... I don't know because wasn't Osprey dealing with an injury earlier this year? No, Osprey is just not there right now. Ah, okay. So I don't think he could get the flight to um to, 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 Japan. to Japan. Yes, I mean. Um so I mean we'll see where that road takes it. Uh to me, Osprey, the way that they have him, he's like the Swiss Army knife. Because they literally have him compete as junior heavyweight, heavyweight, never open weight. They they pretty much just click and plot him, which is good for him as far as exposure and the way that his 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 style matches up with different people. But it to me it doesn't define where he is or what's his staple. You know what I mean? As far as, like, is he a legit, is he just going to stick with junior heavyweight? Is he going to go to heavyweight? You know, those type of right. things. Yeah. So, th- that's the only backdrop I would have with this, is that, that they've been floating him around forever, and maybe he likes it. I mean, maybe he likes being the guy that's like, you know what, I can make a good match with anybody, and that's good. I mean, that's good, but as far as, like, if he's trying to get a chip, it, it doesn't define him in rankings, you know what I mean? But And that's where, that's where, to me, the hang-up would be. And we are being jogged by Scooter Dust. Hello! Players, players, players. What's <laughs> up, man? Yo, that's really funny. I was just thinking about Uncle Ruckus. <laughs> we are talking about the New Japan Cup. Uh, me and Kaliko's been covering the the whole tournament for the last two weeks. Uh, but I never, I didn't really get a, a chance to talk to you about it. What are your thoughts on you know New Japan coming back and? having this empty arena matches that will lead up to a actual live person uh, arena match? Well, first of all, uh, if they're going to do the New Japan Cup, they better make sure that nobody shares it with anybody because that's how COVID spreads. (laughs) There's people drinking from the same cups. I mean, uh, that's, that's what happened to them uh, every day. With that, uh, yeah, oh, God. <laughs> uh, yeah, at that point, I think Vince would rather them have the play. Um, 
but you know, the Japanese, they kind of, they kind of value silence. They, like, put it this way: when you when you would watch a New Japan show, you you would you would you would hear every chop, every shot that would go on in the ring. And all the the grunting and the groaning and you know and to to have that in you know the empty arena in, in Japan where you know the the the, the best thing from a productive standpoint about. Japanese wrestling is always the acoustics. Right. Um, and, I mean, that being said, would it... Would it, I don't even know if anybody can actually say for sure if they will attempt a live show. They're doing a live show on the 11th and 12th. As, I mean, as of now. Yeah, and, as of now. And, and, and if anything we've learned is that everything can change at the drop of a hat. This is true. Um, that is true. But the, the thing is, is that There, with everything going on in pro wrestling, Japanese wrestling, New Japan, they're going to suffer by association. Everything, every promotion is going to suffer by association because, and I'm... You know, I'm gonna play devil's advocate here because with all the stories we've heard, you know there are stories from the the New Japan locker room, maybe even some that are worse. I mean, I mean, we can we we can pray as wrestling fans that. You know, our our favorite New Japan stars actually, you know, are are you know honorable human beings, and that may that may be, but that's not the way the world is now. True. The world the world is oh, everybody's an asshole. Everybody's done something wrong. And anything you attempt that's an act of goodness or kindness of your heart will be judged accordingly. And your praise will be rationed out according to what you do. Absolutely. The world we live in, point one. Um, well, yeah, it's, it's getting that way already, like... 
that and we'll definitely I have a lot of notes uh, from for the news portion of this show but um to continue with the uh pre review of the new Japan Cup, Kota Bushi defeated Jack Sabre Jr. in 15 minutes and 15 seconds with a Uh Jack Sabre Jr., uh, New Japan Cup winner two years ago, out in the first round. Kota I mean, the repeat, the repeat, the, the former winners usually don't do too good the, the following years after because. The, the the way that New Japan usually works it is that, like, the person who is going to be in the running gets the rub from that. But to me, it doesn't hurt Zack Sabre Jr. because, I mean, he was a winner two years ago, so it's not going to kill him. Like, oh, my God, you lost in the first round. You know, every year, every year is different. And then when you look at who he went against, which is the current G1 champion, you can't really, like, de- degrade, you can't really degrade Zack Sabre Jr. that much. And he'll get his win back. He always does, unfortunately. Eventually, but at this point, we all know that it, it's, the way that they're doing it is based on the matchups. They're trying to get certain matchups, and and... But- and some some matchups we've seen, some we haven't seen, just to give it a mix. And and maybe it's with people, and maybe people are just trying to figure out who they're comfortable wrestling with. I mean, we are in a new COVID world. Well, we are getting the next uh, a new matchup in the second one because Hiroshi Tanahashi lost to Tai Chi. In 21 minutes and 51 seconds with a black Mephisto. Upset of the decade? I mean, that's the second biggest upset of the tournament. Oh, <laughs> uh, Dork. We, we, dork. We, we, we wrote Tai Chi up like a bad <laughs> check. And we didn't even think about Tai Chi winning. And lo and behold, motherfucker wins the goddamn. Wins the match. <laughs> That was definitely a bracket buster. Bruce Miro. Coleco. There's always... There's always bracket busters in New Japan, isn't there? Yeah, I have a beer tower. (laughs) See? Daddy doing daddy stuff. But Tai Chi, like I said... But it's going to be interesting because they're trying to do the good guy, bad guy type deal. So I, I, I get what they're, get what they're going with. I'll get the riggedy rack. This is fucking dope. He goes me out. And uh, it seems to end the uh, 110 days that uh, yeah. New Japan <laughs> went on hiatus. Uh, tai Chi's yeah. short uh, tights got smaller. Uh, that's all good. Scooter, uh, Scooter, you're a wrestler. How small should trunks be? Ah, uh, there we go. Well, <laughs> uh, considering that I had a, I had a, I, I have a, a, a friend who I still uh, speak to to today who. 
who designed trunks for almost everybody in the locker room, uh, including including the stuff that um, that Dark Order members Alex Reynolds and John Silver wear on AEW Dynamite. Um, I mean, no doubt one of them, right? Um, and God. You know, well, you, you don't want, you certainly don't want the ash cheeks hanging out. <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, I mean, unless, unless that's your gimmick, but some then, people prefer it. Then, then, then again, if you're on the Indies and you're working, uh, you know, you're working a friggin' sumo gimmick or. Even just an eccentric man who likes to wear thongs gimmick. You're going to catch something. You know, 100 people crowds. Uh, but, you know, it, trunks should fit the character. Not the character should fit into the trunks. As much as, as bad as that sounds. Well said. Well said. That takes us to night two, uh, night four of the New Japan Cup on the right side of the block. Yo lost to Bushi in 15 minutes and 42 seconds with an MX. Bushi Does anybody have a last name anymore? Bushi finally getting a win, right? Oh. And we have lost Caligo. <laughs> Do Japanese wrestlers have last names anymore? Like, and I, I, I and I have a huge um, conspiracy theory. I believe that somehow uh, that Tomohiro Ishii and Taiji Ishimori are the same person. Wow. That's a Jock, uh, Mr. Dr. Chuckle, Mr. Hyde uh, scenario. Because I'm pretty sure their names are anagrams if you add a J. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I'm making shit up here. Are you joining uh, the next... Uh, the next season of Conspiracy Theories with Jesse Ventura? <laughs> <laughs> is that the season is going to be filmed in his basement where it's like blah 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 Republican blah 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 COVID blah 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 I don't know I, I world has become such a, such a pathetic caricature of itself that can't even make the, the funny jokes that without there being some semblance of reality based in it and speaking of reality-based jokes, Yoshihashi defeated Hiroshi Tenzan in 17 minutes and 35 seconds with a butterfly lock. I'm just glad he got to the ring safely. And then we have Hiroki Goto defeating Yujiro Takahashi in... 16 minutes and 40 seconds with a GTR. 
and our last match, uh, Satoshi Kojima lost to Evil in 20 minutes and 8 seconds with Everything is Evil. That is probably the biggest surprise. Considering, oh, so. considering, Ooh, evil? No, considering Satoshi Kojima. And, yeah, at one time, Satoshi Kojima was the face. He, oh. he, he, he was the one, he was the Japanese superstar everybody talked about in the U.S. He was the guy that went to lunch with Triple H. Really? When was that? Yeah. When uh, Kojima was working for Ring of Honor. Huh. So, in the last and, decade. Yeah. Last two decades. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not even sure how much Kojima has actually even wrestled before this. Well, I not thought, a lot. Yeah, I thought he had actually retired. Not yet. He, um... After the match, he actually put some uh, comments where he said, "I'm not, win I'm not getting these opportunities as much as I, I used to." Used to. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know, if I want to stay relevant and have the people still talk, think about me, I need to start winning matches again. True, but I feel like that there's always going to be a spot for him in the G1 because it seems like between him and Nagata, they always put one of them motherfuckers in there. And you know he's gotta he's gotta live up to the family name because you know his brother Hideo is you know you know putting out all those great games. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, nice strong. They're not, they're not related. Oh, okay. <laughs> Never mind. Well, uh, what I'd like to know is you got. Five members of um, of uh, LIJ in this tournament. Every single one of them won a match. Even Bushi, who has known been the known jobber of the group, and Shingo Takagi is your odd man out. So, yes. What does that What does that really say for Takagi that he? He was the only member of LIJ not to advance in the tournament. It's, ah. it's saying ah. that let, let, let's give the guys who don't normally win wins so, because there are no fans here and they won't scream out with disappointment when they win. I, I look at it differently because I don't read into too much of factions, whether they advance or not, because if you look at what happened, they always usually take like a semifinal winner and the next year they win it. So Sonata was destined, is pretty much a favorite, right? Evil, he's always been a staple. Uh, it seems like the OGs won. And, and, and not to take away from Shingo, but he's probably going to be busy. Uh, I, out of all of them, I only see Sonata really like going the furthest just because the way that they promoted him last year and the way he looked against Okada in in a losing effort in the New Japan Cup. So I don't I I don't dig too much into it cuz 
correct me if I'm wrong. If you look at Suzuki Gun, the only person that fucking won is Taichi. Oh, so, no. Okay, so, okay one. If, okay, so there we go. So two out of two out of what? Maybe the same amount that yeah. were in there. So I, I don't I don't really read too much into factions when they do the New Japan Cup because they don't really. I feel like the New Japan Cup, they don't really factor that in. I feel like the G1 factors factions in when it's points involved and who moves up and who moves down and who's laying down for who and so on and so forth. But when it's single elimination, to me, the factions kind of take out of it. Or, I mean, you could look at it from a way that, what, the last magazine that I saw in of of Japanese wrestling, they had literally everybody in Lij on the cover. So, it's it's I mean it's hit and miss, hit and miss. So, meaning to tell me I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> and that will conclude our coverage of the New Japan Cup for this week. Uh, next week we will cover um. The third round, uh, the second round of both A block, uh, not A block, but the left and right <laughs> side of the field. A block. Yeah, I'm in uh, G1 mode. <laughs> yeah, we in G1 block. mode. Yeah. Been, been so fucking long, we for, we mistaken the Japan Cup for G1. Uh, Scooter, do you have a favorite to win this uh, tournament so far? Nope. Alright. <laughs> Once again, that concludes our coverage, and we will be wrestling with a great day for wrestling, which it was not for many, many companies. Um, maybe we'll, we'll start off with maybe a good piece of news. Um, you know, we usually don't talk about these things, but The Undertaker's... Um, last ride documentary ended last week, uh, and it kind of implied that the Undertaker retired after the Boneyard match. Do you think the Undertaker has finally put up the boots and is retired, or do you think we're gonna get one more run out of him? I always heard that. I heard that we actually are getting one more match. Apparently, I knew it. I knew it. Like, it like, literally, one more match. Do we know who that's going to be against? AJ Styles or Sting? It better not be Sting. Fuck that. I... At, 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 at this point, you know... I... I God, you know, I don't, I don't even know. At this point, it might as well it might as well be Bray Wyatt. I disagree with that. I think it should be maybe one more match with AJ. What for AJ to get the get back? I mean, well, what would AJ gain? He's the current Intercontinental Champion, so basically he rebounded from it. The, he literally got buried alive. If that's not a and can't. If that's not a with somebody, I don't know what it is. If he can't, but he came back different, and that was what. So really, he's got to thank the Undertaker for putting a fire in his ass. 
Yes, sir. See? That's what I thought. If he came back Maybe. with face, ah. yeah, but... Maybe the Undertaker's gonna wrestle his wife. <laughs> Damn. Dude. What's gonna be I mean, on the line? <laughs> what's, what's the gimmick that's on the line? Divorce papers. Ovulating? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> if this actually is the last match of The Undertaker, the Boneyard match, good last match to end your career on, Scooter? No. No, absolutely not. You didn't get, uh, to, you didn't get to be in front of a crowd? If, if, if he... If, if his career, it's like, you know, you don't want to, you know, you want to go out with a bang, not with a sizzle, and that's really, really impossible to do now, and quite frankly, quite frankly, I would probably prefer there not to be one more match because you can't, you're, not, you're not you're just an Undertaker match in the Performance Center is not it's it's just it's it's gonna miss no, everything that makes I'm not you know, talking about um, an Undertaker match in the Performance Center yeah, that that would suck. But I mean, if you know, we ever get crowds back at a wrestling event, at you know, let let's say tomorrow the whole there's a cure for Corona, things go back to normal. Uh, WrestleMania is gonna be at in um in Los Angeles, the hundred thousand seat arena. Would that be a good way to end Undertaker's career, or what, what are you thinking here? Because you said you don't think he should have another match, but the Boneyard match wasn't a good enough to end his career. It probably, probably shouldn't have had the Boneyard match, you know? It, it's, it's saying... Oh, the Undertaker can now only, you know, benefit when, you know, his matches are literally, you know, planned out, like, shot for shot. It's, it, 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 it may have some entertainment value in the long run, but in terms of the, you know, in terms of, you know, the actual, like, you know, wrestling aspect of the match, you know, the, the crowd and everything, you know, it's just, there's, The Undertaker needs that huge crowd, that electricity, that vibe in the air. You know, and, and I'm just, I don't, that's not gonna... That's not going to happen for probably for at least another year. I give him some time to maybe rehab and recover if it does actually ever happen. 
what about what about you, Coleco? What are your thoughts on you know the Boneyard match possibly being Undertaker's last match? Should it be? Should he go one more round? If if Father Time is gonna tell you when the hell to quit, so if it was this time to quit, then if this is it. This is the best he could get based on this situation. I can make the argument that fucking 33, he had a fucking crowd that cried and did everything that you would have expected him to do from fucking WrestleMania 33. When you think of WrestleMania 33, the only thing you can think of really is Taker fucking taking his shit off. Yeah. And and to me, that if if anything, that was the swan song because it got it it was during a time where we got a bunch of people in it it was a passing of the torch we knew what was gonna we we knew what it meant and and that would have been it but like he told himself i'm gonna i'm gonna be the person to say when i quit so he had that moment so I honestly I don't feel bad for him for not getting the final 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 moment yeah, yeah, when he yeah. had that moment four four or five years ago. So to me, I, I, I get it, but you you've had it. Like Flair had it at what main Flair had it with Michaels and he chose to do it do something else, you know what I mean? Right. Taker had it with this, and he chose to do something else. Angle had it at 35, but you don't see Angle running around, you see what I'm saying? So, it just depends on how people take it, and he took it where it's like, yo, I could do better, and and now it, no one really remembers it, but everybody remembers trying to spend a thousand dollars on the fucking ring mat that came with the fucking frame Ooh. that 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 Undertaker, that <laughs> WWE pimped out for fucking Undertaker's retirement. So you see what I'm saying? So you see where? So I mean, he had the retirement match. They pimped the merch for the retirement match, and I think somebody yeah. just thought that they bought they bought the retirement match mat, and he's continued to wrestle. Didn't they, didn't no. they, also, didn't they also cut up no. the jacket? What? Dude, they cut up the they they got the dirt. They literally were selling the dirt from the boneyard match in a black frame, yo. I'm no, done. I mean for 33, didn't they cut up the jacket? No, what they did Oh, did they? I think they, they cut up the jacket. No, 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 no. No, they didn't cut the jacket. They didn't cut the jacket. They cut the mat because what happened with the jacket was the next year it was at their, you know how like Access has their museum type deal? So they had his jacket and hat there. So basically and 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 when you think about 33 in this in this mindset while I'm at it, when he took his jacket and he took his hat and he put it in the middle of the ring and his gloves and everything like that, they literally left the whole fucking gear in the ring and that was the last <laughs> thing they took out. Before they broke the fucking ring down. So there was your fucking moment. I love hot Coleco. <laughs> you are hot no, on this topic. I'm not hot on the topic, but 
but for people to tell me say he should have the, the moment, motherfucker, you had it and you chose to go. You know what? That ain't good enough. I'ma keep going. I'ma push my hedge, and I'm a hedge. I'ma push all in. Now he had to do it where they selling dirt. You could like that was probably the biggest emotional attachment match. Uh, since Ric Flair. Definitely. So, you can't get better than that. Like, I mean, if it wasn't then, it would have been 30 when Brock beat him. So, it was the, he had a chance at 30. He had a chance at 33. The third try ain't a charm, motherfucker. Third time ain't a charm. And we'll be joined by Mitch Mayhem. Hey, what up? We're talking about Undertaker possibly being retired uh, for good this time. And how he had his, and how he had his yeah. goddamn chances. <laughs> and I've only been saying that for like what a year now that he should have never came back. He tarnished his reputation. But uh, do you yeah. think the uh, match is his final match, or do you think he's gonna go one more round? Dude, he's. He's like the what's that dude's name? He's uh he's like a quarterback who holds on too long. I'll just be a general quarterback. Hold on. Yeah, you can name okay, go with Brett Favre if you want to. He's all he, I think he's gonna be staying around. He'll say this is it, but uh that old wrestling itch, he, and especially if you can get a lot of money from one appearance, I don't see him I I I bet he'll like quote unquote retire right now, but then he'll come back for the right payday of, of, like every now and then. The Undertaker's time might be ending, but Mean Mark's time is just beginning. Well, there you go. Or the mortician. <laughs> oh, real, real quick, did anyone hear? Did anyone hear the breaking news of uh, firing from yeah, Impact? I'm getting to it right now. The cha- uh, oh, Okay, sorry. Impact Wrestling uh, I just say fired yeah. um, Tessa Blanchard, who was the World champion at the uh, right now, but and they stripped yeah. out the championship. No, yeah, uh, the, the title's been on Moose. No, she's no, the, that's a TNA champion. world title. That's the TNA yeah, well, world yeah. heavyweight the, title, and now yeah, it's a the TNA. They 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 confused the fuck out of it. They made it to where it's really confusing. <laughs> it's easy to get lost. Yeah, they did. They yeah. the fuck they did. I agree with that. Uh, Tessa Blanchard. It's not I bet they were day, happy for that nowadays, but yeah. <laughs> it's not every Sorry, day that the world champion gets fired and stripped of a championship. Um, oh, okay, real to... quick. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. Go ahead, Scooter. No, no, go oh, ahead, I'll Rich. try to hold on to that thought. Okay, yeah. sure. Um, yeah. Okay, you do. Are you aware that her contract is up on June thirtieth, anyways? No, I was not aware of that. Yeah, there you go. So, um. Also, uh, got some breaking news literally right now. I thought I thought her contract expired before then, but I could have. Okay. Uh, she signed an extension of like sixty days, or like more than sixty days back, to like when it ran the pandemic hit or some shit like that, so they could figure out what the fuck was going, what they were doing when everyone had their fucking heads cut off like a chicken. Yeah, like March, April. Um. Uh. Like <sighs> as of Monday. Well, the team dream will no longer be employed. 
He got released? It looks like it's coming any day now. Do you fucking, do you not, remember me saying, I think I smell something there, dude. It's just too convenient for it to happen so many times with him. I knew it. The only other person that got released was Jack Calher. And I told Scooter, you damn fucking believe that when all these allegations come out, because in my opinion, it was, like I said, told him, it was the good guy, the bad got in with the good. It started off with, like, legit. And then I think bad fruit got in with the good one, so to speak. Well, uh, keeping on topic with the impact. Well, I was getting, never mind, fuck it. Uh, you know, uh, Michael Elkin, Dave Chris, and Joey Ryan all uh, fired from Impact Wrestling. So, Impact Wrestling losing four superstars, uh, four of their superstars, um, and basically a day or two. Uh, so not good for yeah, them. you can. And real quick, you kind of. I was like, I was trying to actually say something or uh, yeah. like finish a sentence, but no, I forgot anyway. So I'll, I'll say it when I remember. <laughs> okay. You cut me off, so I forgot. Anyway. So I just wanted to get that out. Um, as well. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Calico, any thoughts on Tessa Blanchard's firing? I mean, people were calling for it when the whole racist thing came out. So, uh, it it's hit or miss for me because I met her. I, I got to talk to her. She seemed cool to me. I, I well, that's her job to seem cool to the public, but anyway. True, but you know, I'm just saying you can't judge it by public meetings of them meeting the public. They're they you can't. Some you really can't. You really can't. You, re- can you don't get to meet. Judge. You don't really get to meet them. They're putting on a poker face, dude. I mean, oh come that's on, that's not true. No, I've met some that really nice very people. True. And people I've met shield themselves. Some really asshole people. Kind, that you kinda. They have kinda. to in that line of work. I understand. Um, now, keeping on the trend of, uh, firings and suspensions, AEW suspended Sammy Guevara earlier this week for some, uh, inappropriate comments he made about Sasa Banks five years ago. Um, I'm trying to fucking remember what I was trying to say. Hey, are we not gonna, are we not gonna mention Michael, Michael Elgin? Uh, what... Yeah, if you have something you want to say about Michael Elgin, sure, why not? He's yeah. just coming from the Ring of Honor, right? Oh, yeah, he's, he, he's a... He's oh, a, I remember. Go ahead, Scooter, I'll try to remember. He, he's out of impact due to allegations. Got into a, also got into a backstage fight with Sammy Callahan. Yeah. Uh, you know, it seems like Michael Elkin is one of those guys that you know, he has all the tools, but can't really get it done. He's a journeyman, dude. He, uh, I was on a card with him back in the day. Well, not anymore. No, I said back in the fucking day when I was... <laughs> uh, yeah, no, he... No, he's a, he was a journeyman. That's what I'm saying. Like, he fucking, like, he, he was decent. Every He was he really made his name in ROH, I think. Scooter, would you like but, to continue your talk? I don't. Yeah, yeah, I don't know about the allegations. So. Like, Go ahead. Uh, That's not my from, business. From from Elgin's statement, it's apparently uh, it's apparently true. But by the way, in, in let's just yeah, okay. Here's the thing. 
on the stats, women are like 97% telling the truth when they come out. There's a very, 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 very small denominator of people who, you know, like I said, get the bad fruit in with the good. And like, I don't know if you heard about on the internet, like a, a, bun a bunch of streamers got allegations too. And there was this one against the uh, angry Joe. He already put out, a, like, from her explanation, I was like, what are you, what are, what are you getting that mad at him for? Like, I didn't understand it, but she even said she wasn't saying he, like, you know, uh, did anything to her. It's just weird. Like, some, pe some people that are innocent are getting targeted amongst all the assholes that are getting targeted. should have been targeted, but it's just weird. I don't know. Now, uh, going back to uh, Sammy Guevara, um, this is the first suspension AEW has dealt with. Um, do you think that they did the appropriate thing? Do you think that they maybe had overreacted to a degree? What? No, because they're, they're, they're leading by example. They, they just, it's an image they want to uphold. That's why I don't think Tessa Blanchard, she would have been like on the top of their list to grab in free agency. I don't think she's going there for a while because they don't want that on there. I mean, I could, I could see them like planning for her to come there for a while now because her dad's there, you know. Look. But I could see this stopping that. Wait, Magum T is there? <laughs> Very oh. funny. Well, he hasn't made appearances for the show. Oh, that I don't even want to get into that. I'm not even going to joke about that. I can make the argument that AEW are hypocrites because they banned Hogan for some shit from 2012. Uh, everyone's a hypocrite, gonna... dude. But they do things I for what make... they want in, the, in their viewpoint. I can make the yeah. argument. I didn't say whether they were right or wrong. But everyone I has their own viewpoint. Advocate yeah. for you saying you're banning Hogan for life for his comments, but only suspending Sammy for his. And real quick, I just I I, I remember what I was gonna say now. Uh, and amongst all this, don't you think, amongst everything that happened, don't you think WWE did their their lawyers did their due diligence and started investigating everybody? Don't you like? And that's why Gallagher, in my opinion, got released. Like out of all of them, Gallagher got released. There must have been some shit they found. Uh, also, to, Travis Banks and Legaro got us uh, released from WWE. NXT. Like I said, I think with those people, they found some shit. But uh, if these comments were made by Sammy, like maybe a week or two ago, do you see him getting fired or getting the same type of punishment? Real quick, I don't. Who knows with their his employer? But this is cancel culture as fullest, and I'm fucking sick of it, dude. I don't want no part of it. Scooter, your thoughts? Of this, of this. Not now with women coming forward. I get that, but anyway, go ahead. Uh. What was the question? About Sam Gavar. Uh, 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 cancel culture. Do, do, do. Is, it really the right, is, it, is it really the right thing to do to suspend? Like, so, you, for you make, know, real quick. Uh, go ahead. Uh, sorry. Sorry. To, to, to suspend him for making comments about somebody from another company. He, and you know, and that the comments were made apparently, you know, you know what it's going to push every public fig figure. I thought you were not. Let's 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 just all go live underground. 
you know what it's gonna do like push like public public names and people in the public to do like they're gonna have to go in their fucking mail or in their twitter and go back five years to see everything they fucking say and they can get litigated for who like way fuck back in it's brown Okay, when I when I gonna get into these these uh the allegations and we're not getting into all that stuff. No, I'm not getting. I'm not talking about the allegations. I'm talking no, about no, the same Guevara cancel culture thing. Um, okay. another bad thing to happen to AEW. Kitty Marshall uh was exposed to COVID, and also John Moxley. And uh, like the twenty to thirty people in WWE. As of right now, um, Renee, um, yeah. as of right now, John Mox, uh, and QT Marshall do not have, um, COVID, uh, Corona. Uh, but, you know, a week before he's supposed to have a championship match, it's not the greatest thing to have your champion, uh, get exposed to this virus. Correct, but uh, shit happens. You can't plan for everything, dude. It should happen. No, absolutely. But it's not. Um, sure, it's not ideal, but I mean. What I'm getting at is, you know, he's not going to be able to compete whether or whether or not he has it. Probably, probably for like a month he'll be out. But it, if it's for the betterment of him and his wife, so be it, dude. Fuck. You see, uh, John Moxley possibly getting stripped of the championship, Scooter. <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay. Real quick, if anything, it, Taz picked it up real quick. He he started uh, hammering uh, Moxley, saying, "Oh yeah, this is just your excuse to get away." Like he's already tying it into the storyline, so it's just more more time for the storyline to marinate. What about you, Scooter? Uh, Calico. To me, it just shows that Orlando is Florida was kind of lucky in the beginning of COVID because they were hella lackadaisical, and now this shit is biting them in the ass. And that's and that's not dealing with just wrestling. Uh, to me, that's more of a state government problem because Real of the quick. simple fact. Just because of the simple fact that Miami is is one of the bigger hot spots and in Florida was really, really lax with the laws and we kind of saw this coming from day oh, one. But real quick, Coleco, there's one big difference with everyone else in WWE. Everyone else has been testing for COVID. They've been taking temperatures. That's why they have an outbreak. No, you're missing my point. My point I'm is just Orlando, saying there's a difference. Orlando, Orlando, not not Orlando, but Florida in general opened. They didn't. They were too cheap to buy tests. They no, they, they opened hella okay. early, thinking my, that they weren't going to be New York City. That okay. Now you get. Now we can go over all uh, everyone's testing and some so, and so on and so forth. Or Florida in itself wasn't really doing that much to to. That, uh, that's in yeah. general fight COVID because they fired a person who was Bruh. actually giving out the correct numbers for COVID. So honestly, that's a whole to other me, topic because like I'm trying to speak point. about wrestling and this is government. No, no, but that's my point. My point is the wrestling was failed because of the state laws that failed. Okay, them. but I will I, I will also add on though. I think uh, uh, just uh, stupid. Stupid uh, and 
cheap ways of operating your company by not wanting to get tests when they needed to. Instead, yeah, just that, checking and, temperature. And that's, for, and that's why you have an outbreak. Yeah, and that's for all of them, though. But oh, I'm just saying, they are a billion-dollar company, and out of they have more money than so many others. And it just shows rich motherfuckers trying to be cheap on other people's expense. It just proves much one more and more. That's all. I'm just highlighting it. Uh, some of the people in WWE that got uh, corona was uh, Jamie Noble, uh, Renee Young, Caleb Braxton, Adam Pierce. Yeah, uh, Caleb. And, oh, Rook. Bro, Caleb Braxton got it twice, dude. Ultimate pusher. Uh, Caleb Braxton got it twice. Yeah. In March and then now, yeah. Really unlucky. So, and uh, it was reported that um, they was going to take the Raw on Friday, and they canceled it because there was such a, an outbreak uh, at the Performance Center. Uh, they rescheduled yeah. it supposedly for today. That's not why. Okay, honestly, real quick, just just being honest, in my opinion, that's not why they... Wait, wait, they wait, wait, a, a public relations situation wait, is why Wait, 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 wait. You can't say be honest and then in my opinion. Okay, uh... He's trying I'll to be honest. <laughs> I'll go I'll be honest. Fuck it. So I already know. said it, though. Okay, so you know what's really going on. Do I think know? I do. <laughs> oh, fuck up. Oh, Scooter, not a great time to be in a part of WWE right now, right? Not a great time to be anywhere. Not, in, not unless you're on the top of the chain, yeah. Not, not, a great, not a great time to be pro wrestling, not a great time to be... Yeah, not a, yeah I'm going to leave that one alone. But yeah. because, because every group... I've. Like oh, every social group I've been a part of, people are coming forward with stories of of of, mm-hmm. of, of, of yeah. BK, and I'm not re- I'm not even just referring to uh, you know pro wrestling. And it's everywhere. The streamers, yeah, I know. No, no, I wasn't even talking about the stream. No, I'm just saying. I know. I'm just giving another example. Like it's spreading everywhere. It's not just one profession, right? It's sitting everywhere. Yes. In for those who don't know, I used to be very big in the uh, in the Rocky Horror Picture Show community, and it just came out that somebody who was very well-known and a figurehead of our community turned out to be a rapist piece of garbage. Yeah, that's the one good thing about this is that the scumbags are getting caught. Ron Jeremy got arrested. So. Right. Yeah. Ron, Ron Jeremy's a stroke away from death anyway. Wait, wait, wait. I didn't hear you. He's a stroke away from death anyway. He's a 67-year-old man, I know. That is a little weird, uh, but if you rape what, a woman, I don't give a fuck meant, how old you are. What I meant when I said, um, not great to be in WWE, I meant, you know, you're trying to push to get in front of live crowds again and getting, uh, and taking that next step to, in that, uh, direction. And then something like this happens that sets you back. And that's my point because if you look in at, when you saw the numbers of Florida, you had a lot of sports 
companies saying, okay, we could do it in Florida. That, that, that's my point. The whole point was Florida was supposed to be the epicenter, Orlando in particular, was supposed to be where the NBA is supposed to resume and MLS is supposed to resume. And MLB could probably do some checking for spring training. That's my real, point. Real quick, except UFC, where they, they have a fucking fight island in Abu Dhabi. <laughs> yeah, but prior to that, they were fighting in Tampa Bay. I know. I just think it's hilarious and, that they have a and, fight island. Yeah, yeah. That I mean, that's the best <laughs> that they can do. But that that's that even pushes my point even further because they were pushing because Tampa Bay was doing a bunch of UFC fights. So. God knows who could have been like exposed during oh, that time where nobody, dude, you know what I'm saying? I've been saying for the last two months that they were rushing, opening up too soon and that there was going to be at least a second wave. I've been saying that for I don't know how long. So this is everything that I already thought. So we just, it's just the Honest, Honestly, I don't think it's a second wave. I think we're still in the first one. You might, you might be right, dude. You might fucking be right. Okay. We might be in this for like the next few years, really. And I will conclude. Until I, like, an, uh, sorry. That will conclude the portion of the news. And we are wrestling with. Hey, it's constructive debate. Why not? Final Fest Night One preview. Um, Fester's you know, Quest? What? No. <laughs> you know, it's kind of ironic that they're having Final Fest without the actual Final Fest festival going on. Uh, but it's going to be uh, not like uh, Double or Nothing. It's going to be free on TNT TV. And like Good. One, we have um, a lot of action. And we will be previewing it. MJF and Warlord will be taking on Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Who wins the match, Scootle? Uh, Corona. <laughs> my, 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 my corona. Oh, I'll play that song again. <laughs> uh, wait, what was the match again? I was paying attention. I was doing a match. MJ often Wallow versus Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. You were not doing me, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> can can can. <laughs> Like, can, I, can I hope a meteor hits the, uh, the arena? Um, uh, but, uh, MJF. This is a dinosaur! Ha! <laughs> Get it! Actually, that wasn't, I wasn't actually making it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> but, but I was just hoping, like, just let a meteor hit him and take him all out. <laughs> <laughs> MJF and Wardlow. What about you, Mitch? Yeah, it's like, okay, heart and mind kind of thing. I, I want, if it was what I want, I would want uh, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus to win. But what I think is going to happen is MJF and Wardlow win. What about you, Kaliko? Uh, MJF and Wardlow, I don't see any... Uh any reason for this match but i did have a question for scooter because when he said he was on his last stroke was that pun intended uh, uh, <laughs> i made a pun 
Yeah. Ron Jeremy in Last Stroke. Uh, was that a pun? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I was actually, I am in Zero Stroke. Um. <laughs> Private Party with Matt Hardy. That rhymes. Yeah, that rhymes. Santana and Ortiz. Who wins, Scooter? Sinatra? What? Um. Uh, <laughs> just because it rhymes, private party with Matt Hardy. What about you, uh, Mitch Mayhem? Okay, say that. Say the matchup again. Private party with Matt Hardy versus Sonata and Ortiz. Sonata? Sonata. <laughs> uh, what were they called? Pride and Powerful or some shit like that? Private powerful. Private party. Private powerful. There you go. Yeah, I go with them. Coleco, private party with Mount Hardy or Santana and Ortiz. <laughs> I feel Santana and Ortiz needs this win. Yeah, I, they do. I, I, they haven't really done shit since they got there. And they're probably in a circle, so they need to. Yeah, yeah. Women's. Uh, Title match: Hikaru Shido versus Penelope Ford. Who wins? You know? AKA the big nothing. What wins? Boredom wins. Hikaru Shido. Which may have. Well, of course it's Shida. I mean, Penelope Ford's the green still. I mean, she's a good fit for their division, but she's not there yet. So Shida. As long as Sheeta got Twitter followers, she will start. We were a main champion. Because that's all they seem to bring up when her matches. Kenny's just happy that one of his Japanese girls got over in America. Well, she's a gamer, so I mean, the fact that she's a gamer, she's going to get. AWPNT title match Cody versus Jake Hagel. Who wins, Scoodle? <laughs> Is that a question? Really? Yeah. Yeah, I think I'll go with the guy who owns the company. Just a, just a hunch, you know. Yeah, he could possibly lose it. Yeah, that, I, that's what I try to tell myself over and over when he was facing Lance Archer, but he, he, he gave himself that one too, so fuck it. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, um, it's got to be Cody, right? Lance Archer should have won that one. Just saying, but okay. If you want to make a new star, you could have. Cody's the storytelling champion. AEW Tag Team Champion <laughs> Team Title Match: Hangman Page and Kenny Omega versus Best Friends. Who wins, Scooter? <laughs> uh, that's actually a good match, though. That's actually a really good match. I'll go with the best friend. Ha! What about you? You're not being ironic, right? You're being serious, really? Fine, we're not friends anymore. Uh, you're being serious. Uh, well, no, I just think the people with executive producer next to their name will probably win this one. Yeah, you are they have showed that they are just like Vince, if not worse, when it comes to nepotism. Fuck them. Wow. You admitted it, finally. 
I've said that since I fucking saw it happening. What are you talking about? And the only person that can save wrestling from this debacle is Mick Mayhem. <laughs> oh, Lord, please put him in charge of booking. You damn fucking skippy. The as world would all make sense, finally. As if he could do any better. Oh, I could. I guarantee you I could, dude. I have so many good ideas. I could put him. Anyway. <laughs> I do! I do. Oh, oh, Laugh all oh, you want. We would have a new... Oh. If it was up to me this last year, uh, Aleister on. Black would be one of the biggest heels in the fucking company and would have had Undertaker and Aleister Black. Okay. Oh, I, I haven't laughed like that since I was a little girl. Thank yeah, laugh it to the bank, bitch. Really, <laughs> <laughs> where's your check? Coleco, end us tonight. <laughs> Finish him. Honestly, I forgot what the hell the match was that everybody's talking about. Hangman Pitts and Kenny Omega versus the best friends. Fatality. I feel like that this Hangman Kenny thing was due to break up, but. Not for like a year, bro. So who knows? However, I feel like the best friends really got their retribution when they beat Jericho and Sammy. So best friends. uh, I'm just gonna go with Kenny and Kenny and and Hangman for now. I like best friends. That's another like heart and mind thing. Yeah, I want best friends to win, but my mind tells me otherwise. Well, the way that they booked in terms of their booking, I'm Jericho. I'm thinking yeah, I'm thinking their booking. Yeah, I'm trying to think like Cody Rhodes, which makes me stupid. But yeah. it also gives you a <laughs> just joking. Too. Yeah, that was the dumbest decision of his career. It's the dumbest decision of his life. He sure listened to his wife on that one. She she told him right. She did not like it. Like right I when don't he had think it. He <laughs> and, uh, told her until he did it. Huh? I don't think he told her until he did it. No, and I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I she she was pissed, rightfully so. Um, I, yeah, I I I would be pissed too. Um, all right, and that concludes our coverage of AEW Fatal Fest paid per view <clears throat> on live TV. He said it right. Yay! And that will conclude the show as a whole. If you like if you like what we're doing, please give us a like, a subscribe, and a comment, both on YouTube and Castbox. And catch us every Saturday as well. And uh you can catch us uh this Sunday as well for our last of our watch alarms. And if you catch want, us live, just don't catch COVID. And you can follow all of us and join the conversation on Twitter. You can find me at JamesJ993. Where can they find Coleco Yachts? I am Coleco, and I promise you won't find any derogatory tweets back in my timeline that you can cancel me for. Fuck that. I'm black. I know what the hell I need to do. <laughs> and if Mitch, May- if Mitch Mayhem tweeted, where would Mitch Mayhem tweet? When Mitch Mayhem has people to fucking talk to and a reason to fucking reply, he's at Mitch Mayhem X uh, on Twitter. And if I ever got famous, oh my 
God, I, I could blink and I, I'm sure something would pop up because I've sent some stupid shit in the past. <laughs> not bad, not, like, not, not bad, bad, but like some, me saying some stupid shit. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, no, I, I've never ever done anything or like, okay, I, okay. I'm very good on that. Dude, With all the stuff I'm keeping secret for him. <laughs> Fuck off. And uh, Scooter Dust, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me at Mitch's Dead Hooker account, and uh, no, um, you know where the, bur- the bodies are buried. Fifty-five. Yeah, you heard it from him. Uh, <laughs> and you find me at Scooter Dust, and hopefully, when I call it Carol Baskin's shallow grave, <laughs> when wrestling fans aren't being, you know, persecuted. <laughs> Gorgeous and pitchforks uh, at UNBS Wrestling. UNBS. Ha! For you bullshit. are fired. <laughs> For Coleco Yachts, Mitch Mayhem, Scooter Dust, I am James J, and this has been Wrestling with. Entertainment. My nuts are thick. <laughs>